You're watching KCMI-TV. Well, thank you for joining me, and uh, I hope you've had a blessed week so far. Uh, I don't have any notes uh, on this podcast, so I'm going to talk to you by my spirit because it's just kind of been rolling over me, and uh, we're going to wind up talking about the Holy Ghost. But when God made Adam, you go all the way back to the book of Genesis, he had God's nature. He didn't just physically look like God designed him. He was sinless. He lived out of the realm of his spirit. And so he had God's nature. He not only had God's nature, and this is really what I want to talk about, he also had God's authority, his power. Because we know this, the Lord said that after he created Adam, he told him, he said, take dominion. You can't take dominion over something if you don't have authority and power. And so Adam walked in the earth with this wonderful ability that he had God's nature and he had God's authority. And so he ruled over everything. Everything before Adam fell was in order in his life. There wasn't anything out of order. He didn't deal with demons. He didn't deal with sickness. And you have to remember now that the devil is in the equation. He's in the garden. I'm not sure how he got there, but he doesn't bother Adam because Adam has dominion over the devil. He has dominion over the animals. And so he walks in this glorious relationship with the Lord. And because he has God's nature, there is this beautiful uh, relationship and communion between Adam and God. And of course, we know that uh, by choice, Adam and his wife ate of the, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And the moment they did that, they fell from their spirit nature or their God nature into their soulish nature. And there's a big difference between your nature of your soul and the nature of God. And he, he gave up not only his God nature, but he also, when he lost the nature of God, he also lost the dominion and the authority of God. He was, if you go all the way back here, he literally, he had the Holy Spirit in him. He was full of the power of the Lord. And so now you have a man on the earth that doesn't have the nature of God and he doesn't have the authority of God. And everything from that moment on became hard. And the Lord said, by the sweat of your brow, you know, you're going to have to pull from the earth that which sustains you. And when we have order and when we rule over the things of our life, God brings such an easy, uh, easy realm to us. And so I want to fast forward now to the New Testament. And I want to talk about, uh, the Bible says this, that when an individual comes to the Lord and they believe in their heart and they confess with their mouth, then they're saved. There's, there's nothing in this verse that talks about being baptized with the Holy Ghost or speaking in tongues. It doesn't address those things when it talks about being born again. Uh, think about Jesus. 
when Jesus came to the earth and he did all the incredible things, he did it because he, had, he was without sin. He's in the same realm that the first Adam was. And so we're going to put a pause right there because with uh, coming to Christ, there's, there's a lot of confusion today with believers on I've given my heart to the Lord and I believe in Jesus. I know I'm saved. Then why do I have such struggles in my life? And here's why I think it is. You can, when you get saved, when you confess with your mouth and you believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and you give your heart to Jesus Christ, you become born again. You have the nature of Jesus that moment. But in order to have the authority and the power of Jesus, you have to be baptized with the Holy Ghost. And you say, well, <clears throat> I'm not sure I agree with that. So let's go back to the life of Jesus. We know that <clears throat> when Jesus was born, he was God in the flesh. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. So Jesus was God in the flesh, <clears throat> But he did not come as God. He came as a man. But he was born without sin because he did not have a natural father. The Bible said he had a natural mother. But the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, the Holy Ghost was overshadowed Mary. And so he had a natural mother, but God was his father. And so from the time he was born to the age of 30, he has the nature of his father because he has no sin in his life. He's like Adam before Adam fell. He has God's nature. This is, you know, you'll meet a lot of people that <clears throat> maybe don't believe in speaking in tongues or the power of the Holy Ghost in that dimension, but they're kind, they're sweet, they bear the fruit of the Spirit. Why? Because they have God's nature. Nowhere in the Bible does it teach that you have to speak in tongues to go to heaven. It says that you have to confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, and when you do that, you get saved and you have God's nature. The problem is there are so many people who have God's nature, Jesus' nature, but they don't have his authority and his power, and when you don't have authority and power, then you can't have the ability to bind demons because in order to bind demons and to stop the powers of darkness, it's, it's not just the nature of God, it is the power and the authority of God. And you say, well, pastor, I, I can't find it in the scripture. So let's go to the life of Jesus. He was God, he was sinless, but till the age of 30, he never did one miracle. He never cast out one demon, why? because he's coming as a man. And it wasn't until he was baptized and heaven opened and the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost, came on him when he came out 
of the waters. He is now prepared to have conflict and battle with the devil and come out victorious. Why? Because not only does he have the nature of God, he now has the authority and the power of God. When the Holy Ghost set on Jesus, he received the ability, the authority, and the power that comes to the Holy Ghost. And so you, you say, well, that's Jesus. It's different. No, let's go, then let's go back to the book of Acts, <clears throat> the last bit of, of Luke. Jesus, for three and a half years, he has his disciples with him. They don't have the baptism of the Holy Ghost because the Holy Ghost has not yet been given, according to the scriptures. And yet, the Bible said that they cast out devils. They came to Jesus and said, Lord, demons are subject to us. And, and we know they healed the sick. They did amazing things. How did they do that if they didn't have the Holy Ghost? Jesus gave them, he delegated to them while he was on the earth, his authority and his anointing. He said, I give you power. And so they were operating in the authority and the power of Jesus Christ. And so you look at the scriptures when Jesus is resurrected. And, he, and the Bible says after 40 days, you know, for 40 days he hangs out on the earth. And the Bible said he speaks of things pertaining to the kingdom of God. Soon as Jesus is caught away on the Mount of Olives, and he is no longer physically with his disciples. When Jesus left, the authority and the power that the disciples had operated in left also because they didn't have it. It wasn't in them. It was a power and an authority that Jesus released to them because he was anointed by the Holy Ghost. If Jesus could not do miracles until the Holy Ghost came on him, how do we expect to bind demons, cast out devils, heal the sick, and raise the dead unless we have the power of the Holy Spirit? It's not enough just to, The nature of Jesus will get you to heaven. But the power of the Holy Ghost is what allows you to bind the demon spirits that run amok on the earth. So when Jesus lifts off after 40 days, what does he tell his disciples? He said, I'm going away. He said, but my father is going to send the Holy Ghost in my name. And he said, I need you to go to Jerusalem and tarry there until, until what? Until you receive the promise of the Father and you shall be endued with power. We all know this. The disciples were already saved. They, had, they didn't have the Holy Ghost, but there's no way that we would ever think in a moment that Jesus had 12 men with him that had never been converted. They had accepted Jesus as their Savior. They believed in him. They believed in his power. But when Jesus left and he took his authority and his power with him, he understood this. My disciples are unprotected. 
even though they've walked with me, if I leave and the Holy Ghost has not yet been given, my disciples are unprotected. So he looks at them, he said, go to Jerusalem and stay there. Stay out of sight. Stay away from your enemies. Stay away from the Pharisees and the Sadducees that hate me. And he said, you wait until you receive the promise. So here they are, and they're in this room. They are hiding out basically because they can't, they can't beat the enemy because they don't have power and authority. Authority without power won't do anything. It's like telling a child, I'm your parent and I have authority over you. But if that child doesn't believe that you can't enforce that authority, they're going to keep doing what they do. Authority without power is meaningless. Power without authority is illegal. I don't care how much power you got. If you don't have the authority to wield that power, it's illegal. And so the Lord had his disciples to stay in that upper room or wherever it was, until the day of Pentecost. When the day of Pentecost came, the Holy Spirit settled down on these men who had the nature of Christ, but did not have his authority and his power. And at that moment, the same thing that happened to Jesus at baptism. You remember when Jesus got baptized? He's never, he's never done miracles. He's never confronted a demon. The moment that he has authority and power, the Bible said the spirit drove him to the wilderness. And what happened? He confronted the devil and he defeated him on every front and walked out full of the power of the Holy Ghost. This is now a repeat to the disciples in the upper room, and God is birthing the church. Unfortunately, today we have so many Christians that have the beautiful experience of the new birth, of being born again, and you're going to go to heaven. That's a beautiful thing. But the church has not made an impact. Believers haven't made an impact in the earth because we're like the disciples in the upper room before the Holy Ghost fell. We have in nature, but we don't have any way to deal with the enemy. The only way that you will ever have victory in your life is to not just have the nature of Christ, but to have the authority and the power of the Spirit of the Lord. The Holy Ghost comes on you, and yes, you have to speak in tongues. It's the initial sign. It's all through the book of Acts. It's the heavenly language. It's a God language. But speaking in tongues is not the Holy Ghost. It is a sign of the Holy Ghost. And the reason I believe that God speaks 
has a speaking tongues is because James said this tongue is unruly and no man can tame it. And then God says, watch me. I'm going to take people and I'm going to baptize them with the Holy Ghost. And the moment you get the Holy Ghost, God restores to you the authority that the first Adam had, that the last Adam got at baptism at Jordan, hallelujah. And now the church that has been born in the birth in the upper room, the Holy Ghost came, set upon each of them, and they were filled with the Spirit of God. And from that moment on, you know why Peter betrayed Christ because he told the Lord, he said, if everybody else forsakes you, I won't. I love you. I, I think like you, Jesus. I have your nature. And yet we find him standing at a foreign fire saying, I don't know him. How can the same man that betrayed Christ just weeks before stand with such boldness and begin to declare to the Pharisees, this Jesus whom you crucified, because he now has power. He has authority. Where did it come from? It came through the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You can mark it now. What we're entering into is God is bringing back a tremendous move of the outpouring of the Holy Ghost in the earth, and you're going to see men and women that are beautiful, that are precious, that have the nature of Christ, that are on their way to heaven. But now God's saying, I need you to shake the very foundations of hell. And he's baptizing them with the Holy Ghost. And when you get the Holy Ghost, you not only have the nature of Christ, you have the authority of Christ. And that's why Jesus could look at demons and say, come out command them. They just whimper like a child and acquiesce to whatever he said. Why? Because not only did he have authority, he had power. Not only did he have power, but he had legal right in the authority to do what he did and to say what he said. God wants you. There are so many of you that are listening to me today. You love Jesus. And you think, Pastor, I'm just struggling with things in my life. Listen, didn't the Lord say, I give you authority. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. What is that? That is the authority. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. So I want to end today with just encouraging you. You don't have to be in a church service. Uh, you don't have to have anybody lay hands on you. I didn't when I received the Holy Spirit in my life. You just tell the Lord, Lord Jesus, I love you so much, you know I do, I live for you. But I need, I need that authority that you got at baptism because I wanna, I wanna change some things. I wanna be able to go to war for my children. I, I wanna command this cancer to leave my body. I wanna declare, God, that you're gonna save my husband. How does that happen? Because the Holy Spirit now has come upon you and he doesn't come empty-handed. He comes with that power and the authority of heaven. And oh my, when you have the nature of Christ with the power and the authority of the Holy Ghost, you cannot be stopped. So seek the Lord. Just ask the Holy Spirit to baptize you 
with that level of power, that level of authority that will allow you to come to another, another place in Christ. And you're going to be amazed at what God's going to do through you. I hope this has helped you today. I love you very much. I uh, pray that God will bless your week and um, write to me. Tell me, Pastor, I listened to that. Start seeking, Lord, God, fill me with the Holy Ghost. My God, I'm, I'm doing great things. It is going to happen. I'll see you next week. God bless you. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org. And for the latest updates or videos, follow us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. God bless you.